All right, welcome to uh, day 36 of our year long, of quarter two of our year long study of the New Testament. Today we're, we're reading Luke 23 and going through that. So Jesus' trial and crucifixion were described in this chapter. And as we read about it, it you know, it, it must have been devastating for all of his close followers, but, but, um, you know, Jesus did what he came to do. And uh, I'll go ahead and read some of this chapter, starting in verse 26. And this is really about the crucifixion. As they led Jesus away, a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, happened to be coming in from the countryside. The soldiers seized him and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd trailed behind, including many grief-stricken women. But Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children, for the days are coming when they will say, Fortunate indeed are the women who are childless, the wombs that have not borne a child and the breasts that have never nursed. People will beg the mountains, fall on us, and plead with the hills, bury us. For if these things are done when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to a place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself as if he is really God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too by offering a drink of sour wine. And they called out to him, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. The sign was fastened above him with these words, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself, and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God, even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. By this time it was about noon, and the darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the, um, I'll stop there. So when Jesus had an important purpose, and he knew it. And he wasn't going to let anything stand in the way of what he came to earth to do. And even when he uh, faced, you know, great pain and certain death, he knew it would be worth the sacrifice, and he had a greater purpose, and his followers were able and willing to carry on that purpose after Jesus died. They were forever changed from their time with, Jesus on the earth. One of our pastors um, at Crossings Community Church told a really an amazing story about 
um, how he came to believe in Jesus Christ and, and follow him. He he grew up in Kentucky in a family that didn't know Christ. He And once he got to college, he had lots of theories and ideas about things. Um, when he was in his 20s, he, he researched major religions of the world. He was uh, a math major, so he was very logical and scientific in his thinking. He was very much interested in finding the truth about the great questions of life, the, the truth about the meaning of life. Even he studied world religions. He studied uh, Buddhism and was a practicing Buddhist for a couple of years. He he couldn't get settled with any of the philosophies he was studying. He studied Aristotle and he researched you know Darwin's theories and 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 like I said was scientific in his approach. But he 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 couldn't really get totally settled on anything, and he kind of found his way toward more agnostic thinking, which basically thinking that, you know, he didn't know what was true and really didn't think anyone else could necessarily know either. Then he picked up a Bible and found it to be different from everything else he had studied. It was about Jesus and an amazing man that, the historians of the time, you know, acknowledged and talked about. He read other historical um, writings from that, from famous historians of that time who also talked about Jesus and could verify his existence. But, but more importantly, he found a message um, when reading the Bible that it's really not about ourselves. There, there was a truth that was independent of ourselves. It wasn't really focused on ourselves. It wasn't an illusion. It it wasn't just inside of us, something that we had to make happen for ourselves. It was a real and true God who loves and cares for us and and a life-changing story of sacrifice and commitment and devotion to us. And as he was telling kind of his own story, for me, the comment that really sh- stuck with me as I listened to a sermon was that it's not about us. The pursuit of the most meaningful and most important, most true thing in life is not a selfish or self-focused pursuit. It is the pursuit of something much bigger something outside of ourselves. It's the pursuit of Christ. And I don't know, I, I hope you guys have enjoyed, uh, are enjoying currently this study of Luke and, and our whole study in the New Testament. I, I'm really looking forward to reading more of Luke and the, the rest of the New Testament. So uh, please stick with us. Hope you're enjoying it. And I hope you find this um you know, this discussion uh, worth it, worth your time. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you so much for um, the book of Luke and uh, for chapter 23 and the ability to read about what you were willing to do for us and uh, what was so important to you that you weren't going to let anything stop you, uh, even death on a cross. Thank you for loving us like that and Help us to tune in to what you're saying, what you're telling us about what is true in life. 
because we we all want to know what's true, and we all want to um, feel and experience the the love that that is like no other, the love that you have for us. So thank you for that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hope you have a great day.